You're listening to the RT Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RT1 weekdays at 3.30. Now, Michael Murphy is back to interpret our dreams again. Michael, good to have you back with us. I'm delighted they to be here. They are flowing in, Michael, mm-hmm. all the time. The first dream we have here is a dream about going blind. Uh, no matter what the dream, I, what dream I have, I'm always blind or going blind in the dream. I would love to know why. Ah, that's an interesting dream now. Well, the the obvious first question to ask, is there a a health problem to do with the person's eyes? So I'd suggest they talk it through with the doctor or go to an ophthalmologist and have the eyes tested just to move that out of the way because if it's continually recurring, uh, there might be something wrong with that. Uh, The second thing is, I'd say, when you fall asleep, okay, you're beginning to go blind, okay? And then when you sleep, you are blind. So that's part of the physical mechanism uh, that we go through every night. So I think that's how it is manifesting in the body, that the person, you close yourself down to everything that's around you. So that's what I'd say is really this is about. But if you push it even a little further and ask, what is this person being blind to? In other words, look at it almost on a metaphoric level. Mm-hmm. Uh, my guess is she could be picking up something out of the corner of her eye and it's showing up then at night in this form. So is she being willfully blind to something that's going on around her? Mm-hmm. Is it in the home? Is it at work? Is it with her relationship? What is she not seeing? So if she goes through that list, mm-hmm. then that type of nightmare will will stop. Are you saying something in her life that she should see, that she, either blind ignoring, ignoring it, it or yes. not seeing it, if you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. Turning a blind eye yes. to something. Oh. Turning a, well, yeah. isn't that the phrase? That's it. Yeah, we have it. Yeah, yeah. It's in the language, turning a blind eye to something okay. that she shouldn't be turning a blind eye to. Okay. So that's another question. Gosh. But the first one I would hit would be the health problem. Just in case, okay, yeah. Just yeah. in case. Michael, the next one here... <clears throat> It says, I have this reoccurring dream where I get into my car to drive it and it's dark. I suddenly realise when I'm driving that I've forgotten to turn the headlights on, but they don't work and I'm in a panic. Sometimes I manage to get them working and I wake up grateful that it is only a dream. Isn't that a real nightmare? That's a pure nightmare. That, that's a pure nightmare, yes. absolutely. And it's, in other words, where the, the terror and fear is so great that it sometimes wakes us up. Yeah. Uh, so that's exactly what's happening there. Um, <clears throat> again, it's almost related to the last dream. <clears throat> they, they, uh, they're driving blind. Yes. Uh, they can't see where they're going. They're, they're fumbling inside to get the headlights on. Uh, Again, you can hear all sorts of metaphors in that. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is one thing that might be happening. This person dives into the car, starts off, and all the rest of it, and forgets to turn on the headlights. Mm -hmm. In other words, maybe they're being impulsive Mm -hmm. in whatever is going on. You know, a big meeting at work, uh, no preparation made, dive into it, and suddenly they're in trouble. You know, panic. So... uh, that seems to be the drama, what the drama of the dream is telling us about. Mm-hmm. And then in the wider question of where are they going in their life? Because mm-hmm. they can't see, it's, it's dark, mm-hmm. they don't have any lights to give them direction. So uh, that's 
what I'd say yeah. that dream is about Very pointing Very similar to at. the first one, too, in one sense, Michael. Once the press can find out uh, what they should be focusing on, then the lights will be on all the time. Yes, and it's something quite simple. In other words, just before you start to drive, just turn on just the turn lights. On. So it's actually something that give, just give a little more attention to whatever is going on around them. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm. Very interesting. Dreams about <clears throat> death. I don't think they're uncommon, Michael, dreams about death. Yeah. Uh, my dreams are, are about death. The first is a meeting, um, is meeting someone that had died in a coffee shop. I had coffee with them uh, talking about their death. And the second dream, I was at my own funeral, uh, walking to the church, talking to everyone. Now, that is unusual, really. Mm -hmm. it, it is unusual, because both are impossible. So this person is talking to somebody who has died, come back, and able to ask all the questions about death. What's it like on the other side? Uh, can you come back and interfere with life here? And all of that sort of thing. They're talking in a coffee shop. And then she goes to her own funeral, and she's talking to everybody, sees who, who, who turned up, and all her friends and all of that. So that's very important. What they have in common is, okay, both impossible, mm -hmm. but what they do have in common is the talking. Talking to the person in the coffee shop, talking to all the people who are in the church. So the dream is presenting to her that she should talk and talk about the subject of death. It's not something we often do. Maybe it's one of the last things, uh, you know, I remember when I was growing up, you talk about the big C, you didn't talk about yeah. that. Yeah. We all talk about cancer yeah. nowadays. So maybe we should talk about death as well. I would say that that is uh, the dream of a very mature person because there are three L's that we have to cope with in our lives, limit, lack and loss. The obvious limit in life is death, mm -hmm. lack, you have qualities that I don't have and vice versa, mm -hmm. and loss. We lose friends, we lose uh, opportunities, we lose our youth. Mm -hmm. But this is the major one, which is where we are limited. And this person is now dealing with that limit, which is death. Uh, the talking, it's a very public talking, everybody who's in the church at the funeral, but there was a one-on-one -on -one before it with the person in the coffee shop, mm -hmm. somebody who had died. So that's the very private thoughts that that person has about could death. Could you be afraid of death, Michael? And could you dream about something you're afraid of? Is that a weird question? You know, if you have something that, you know, a lot of people fear yeah. death or are afraid of death, of course, it's natural, as you say, Michael, and inevitable for all of us. Yeah. But would you ever dream about something you're afraid of? Oh, yes, absolutely, because it would be an expression of anxiety. Yeah. So, again... That could be what's yeah. happening here. But the, the urging of the unconscious is to talk about yeah. it. Okay. Because mm -hmm. if you talk about something you're afraid of, it, it eases it yeah. down and it makes it more normal. Mm -hmm. or every day, which is what happens every day, people die. I know. No, yeah. Our next dream is far from normal, Michael. Right. It's a peculiar one. I was at a wedding <laughs> on a cruise ship, swimming and sunbathing, relaxed. I noticed two men, one was an extrovert and the other one was shy. I wasn't sure of my attractiveness, but both seemed interested in me. I liked them both. Towards the end of the dream, I was with the shy guy, looking into his eyes and touching him. Then I went back to my cabin and noticed my back was severely sunburned. Ah, isn't that great? That's a lovely dream. Every single aspect in that dream yeah. has to do with that person. Yeah. Okay. 
She's she's on a cruise. Mm. She's actually cruising because she's yeah. in her swimsuit and all the rest. She's sunbathing. She's relaxed. She reacts. Yeah. yeah. These these two guys yeah. represent the masculine side of herself. Mm. One of them is an extrovert, uh, you know, concerned with things outside. Mm. The other is shy and presumably an introvert. These so are both parts of her. Th- these are both parts oh, of her. Oh, I thought they were real people. I was like, where's the other guy? Okay. Where's oh, the extrovert? That's why yeah. she skipped the, the part. Story. Oh, no, no, no. no okay, okay, it, that's fine. Okay. Go with it for a second. Okay. Because everything in a dream is part of yourself. So here she, uh, she has two ways of operating. Yes. She can be extroverted or she can be introverted. And that's a word that came from the psychiatrist Carl Jung, mm-hmm. you know. So that's what, what does she do? Well, she's unsure of her own attractiveness, she says. Mm-hmm. And what she ends up with the shy guy, which is, again, part of herself, mm-hmm. the introvert, and the extrovert doesn't seem to get a look in. So she's touching this guy and she's looking into his eyes and then she goes to her cabin and her back is all burnt. Okay, sunburnt. Severe sunburn. Yes. Severo, with no kindness, strict, uh, stern. Uh, in other words, uh, it's the sun that has burnt her, the masculine sun. Put it this way, right? The, the, the moon is feminine. Yeah. Here we have the sun who burnt her. And what did he burn her with? Shame. She's full of shame because she looked in the eyes of this shy guy and uh, uh, really doesn't know how to cope with the admonitions that are coming at her from inside, which is essentially, the son really is essentially her father. So it's her, her own father. kind of it's problems her own with herself. problems with herself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Why is she having the dream? She's having this dream to say, look, don't always lead with, lead with the introverted, shy yeah. bit of herself. Be a bit Jump more extroverted. Yeah, yeah, go out of yourself. And as regards this shame, just because you had a relationship with a guy, yeah. would you get over yourself okay. and grow up? You yeah. know? So just, just be confident. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you yeah. cleared that one up. Thank you. Mo- we were confused at Carl earlier. reading off. I was <laughs> like, what about the other guy? He sounds like fun. What, happened, yeah, he what does. happened in the middle? Yeah, she, okay, should, yeah, she should be more extrovert. She, I said, what about the extrovert? He sounds yeah. like more devilish. Michael, thank you very much, <laughs> as always. Michael's back next week again, so keep those dreams mm-hmm. coming into us. Thanks, Emil, for listening. Don't forget, you can tune into the Today Show every weekday on RT1 from 3.30. Or if you miss the show, you can always watch us back on the RT player. Visit rt.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.